Welcome to the Purdue AgEcon podcast. I'm Senior in Agricultural Economics, Dane Erickson, and I'm hosting this along with Professor Ken Foster. Dr. Foster, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Dane. Hey, we're in week four now, I think, of fall semester. Is that right? I'm losing track of time already. That's right. Time's flying by. It's really been impressive to see how the Purdue students have handled things. I don't know, what's your, what's your take on that as a student? Well, the semester is definitely going fast, and everyone I've talked to seems to reflect that. For me, it's a little bit tough to get back into the swing of things after so long on my own, and I'm sure a lot of other students feel the same way. Now that we're in week four, it's good to be back in some sort of regular pattern. The thing that I see is just Purdue students following all the Protect Purdue protocols, you know, wearing their face covering, even outside. It's, it's really heartening. I walk all the way across campus to teach and rarely see somebody who's not wearing a face covering even outside. So, so much for the students are going to get us into trouble. It just makes you proud to be a Boilermaker to see the way things are going. Now, you know, we've got a long way to go until Thanksgiving, but certainly I think we're doing much better than most people gave us credit for at the outset. I would totally agree. I think that students are really working hard to wear face masks and try to keep Purdue in session as long as possible. Just a quick reminder to our listeners that we are recording virtually, so please forgive the quality of the audio at times. We thought we would take a little different tack with the next two podcasts, and we've invited Dr. Pamela Morris, who is the Assistant Dean and Director of Multicultural Programs in the College of Agriculture here at Purdue, as well as Professor of Agricultural Sciences, Education and Communication, to share with us about issues related to diversity and inclusion. With the events of the summer and the death of George Floyd, these issues simply can't be ignored anymore. Dr. Morris, uh, welcome to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. We really appreciate you being here with us today. Normally we talk about things related to the Purdue Ag Econ Department, but you know, there's been a lot going on uh, recently with respect to diversity issues and inclusion and equity and the death of George Floyd and some other events um, over the summer have really brought these issues to a head or maybe the lack of appreciation for these issues in our society. And we just wanted to talk to you about the things that Purdue is doing to grapple with those issues. Maybe bring us up to speed on those to kick things off. Certainly. Um, So I think some of the things that are coming out of the Vice Provost's Office for Diversity and Inclusion, they last month put together, they put together a task force. And this task force is being chaired by Bob Hansen who is a a board of trustee, or at least he was a board of trustee, but they have asked Bob to lead this task force, which I think consists of 10 to 12 people across the institution to look at the, uh, uh, specifically at the uh, racial issues uh, or inequities that might possibly exist. And they do exist on, on our campus as they exist on every campus across this country. But to look at the issues and to identify what are the barriers, you know, what would we, what are the policies and practices and procedures that that we need to to change into to becoming more anti-racist. And so I think they're they're doing a lot 
in that area to, to look at us as a university to see what we can do better to create this environment for everyone so that everybody feels valued and feels a sense of belonging. In addition to that, John Gates, our Vice Provost for Diversity and Inclusion, has created a speaking series. And that speaking series started about a week ago or two weeks ago, where they, where they brought in Ibram X. Kendi, who is the author of a book that I'm going to share, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And it's a very important book. This book is being read and discussed across the nation because it does give us an idea. It, it brings us to a discussion on, because you know, in the past people, and up to this point, people say, well, I'm not racist, but it's not enough to say I'm not racist. We need to focus on how to be an anti-racist. And so that was the first speaker that was, uh, was brought in. We had a speaker just this past Thursday, the attorney who has been representing George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and some of the other African-American male and females who have been murdered are, are brutally injured by uh, our police across the country. And so it is a speaker series that will go throughout this semester. They're bringing a panel in in a few weeks, but it's a great speaker series. And I would invite everybody to take part in that. I was on, I wasn't on the call last week, but week before with uh, Kendi, there were, I guess, over 8,000 views on YouTube. There were 2,500 on him that night as, he was, as it was live streamed. So those are some of the things that I know that they're doing university-wide. And, and here in the College of Ag, your office has for many years been very active around helping us in the college understand these issues. Can you describe some of the activities that you're doing here within the college? Certainly. We, of course, you know, we have a very small staff. So we're really our resources. We have a lot of resources, but to get all those resources out to benefit all of the departments um, has been a challenge. You know, we just hired about a year and a half ago, Ayana Bledsoe to focus on faculty and staff development. We were focusing on, on how to develop our students, how to increase student awareness around issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we were really leaders in this area. Back in 2006, we could foresee that we needed to work with our students to prepare our students to go out into a diverse workforce and to become more interculturally competent. So of course, you know, we have our multicultural awareness requirement requiring all undergrad students before they graduate to have at least three credit hours in multicultural understanding. And so we really didn't have anything in place for faculty and staff, as well as grad students. And so we've had some discussions around that. Ayana, since the murder of George Floyd this summer, which really became the impetus for a lot of the protests across the country. Since then, she has created two talking circles. And one talking circle is for BIPOC people, and that's a new acronym that we're using for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. So she has established a talking circle just for BIPOC people, as well as a talking circle for white allies and accomplices. 
And so she does not facilitate white, white allies and accomplices because that's just for that affinity group. And so we do have a person working in our office who was formerly working with, within my department, Agricultural Science Education and Communication. She is leading that and facilitating the white allies and accomplices. And when I talk about white allies and accomplices, we've all been accustomed to thinking about allies. And allies are people who support us in our efforts, who walk along with us, who walk side by side with us, and who advocate for equality and equity in everything that we do. However, we need to have allies, but we also need accomplices. And accomplices have a different, I think, role these are, are people who are willing to, to put their own personal and professional career maybe in jeopardy because these are people who are willing and ready to disrupt the systemic racism that exists within our university, that exists within our college, that exists across this country. And so we need both. We need allies as well as accomplices. You mentioned students and the work that you've been doing with students to help them be prepared or better prepared to enter a diverse working environment. And, you know, I think that kind of implies something about the agricultural industry that it's perhaps been very white male dominated. What do you see as the costs to the industry associated with that lack of diversity? Okay, well, yeah, there can be a huge cost to the industry. I just had this discussion with our students in AGR 201 just uh, last week that the cost to any industry, and not just the agricultural industry, but the cost to any, any industry is to have a workforce who are not prepared, who are not culturally or interculturally competent. And so therefore, there are more litigations. Just, let's see, let me share this with you. Since the year 2000, corporations have paid out $2.7 billion in civil rights discrimination cases. And so that's that's the cost. Uh, a lack of productivity is the cost. Corporations not being able to hire people, the, the kind of skilled talent that they need to be innovative and to be creative, that's a cost because we know when we bring diverse voices to the table with a diversity of perspectives, we're going to be able to solve some of the challenges that we're faced with, especially if we take into account by 2050, we're going to have over 9 billion people on this earth to feed. And so we're going to need that talent within the workplace as soon as possible. So those are some of the costs, I would think. Dr. Morris, the way that students and teachers interact is ever changing in the light of COVID-19, of course. But current events also change the way that students perceive the world and perceive a class such as yours. How have you changed the way and that you teach your class in light of these recent events? I've always been very cognizant of the fact that I need to provide an opportunity to hear different perspectives. And that's why I have a lot of guest speakers coming into the class. And so, but I think and I think I've also taken it very serious that that we need to provide evidence-based content for students to be able to see a different perspective 
maybe challenge their beliefs and their assumptions. And I think with what's taking place now with COVID, I consider it two pandemics right now. We're faced with COVID as well as the racial inequalities across this country. And so one, of course, the racial inequality, inequalities that have been endemic to our society for 400 years. And so how, how do I help students grapple with this is to have more conversations, making sure that I have evidence-based factual content that students are reading and that students are discussing, hopefully helping students to develop that empathy. And by doing so, helping students to understand that, that they need to have honest and authentic conversations. And we can't do that in a large lecture, but that's why we have the smaller lab groups so that students can feel comfortable. Now, it's a little bit of a challenge this semester since four of my labs are face-to-face -face and two are virtual. So, so how do you develop that trust within the virtual space? And I think that's all about our, the teaching assistants that I work with, working with the students and presenting their authentic self to the students so that students begin to feel safe and feel that they're in a trusted environment so that they can share their authentic self. So I'm being more intentional about helping my teaching assistants understand their role. I think we're doing a better job with that and giving them examples of how they should be facilitating in this time of COVID and the racial unrest. So I think those are some of the things that I'm doing different, just being more intentional, which I think we all need to be during this time. As a, a former student of AGR 201, I can definitely attest to the importance of interaction with your peers and with the TAs. And back in 2018, I believe it was when I took it, your class, it was a little bit of a simpler time, it seems. But I suppose that only uh, reinforces the importance of subject matter that you teach and, and help our students understand. You've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. This is the first in a two-part series with Dr. Pam Morris focused on diversity and inclusion. You can visit the Purdue Agricultural Economics Department online at www.agecon.purdue.edu. You can like us on Facebook or you can follow us on Twitter. Thank you very much. Bye.